It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, it's a rainy day in the heart of Texas. Good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Game Time from the uh, Alan Samuel Studios. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us for the first word in sports as we kick off a brand new day. Ward, good morning. How are you? Day. And you uh, you got your uni on, don't you? I mean, you, you've got your, your, your coaching gear. <laughs> looks, looks like he's ready to go Comfortable gear. work the sidelines. Good morning, uh, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? Well, you look a lot better than you did yesterday. Yesterday, you looked... I didn't take much. <laughs> well, there's the first shot across the bow. <laughs> Good morning, Ward. <laughs> Yesterday, you looked fatigued, exhausted. I mean... Just a little. All that partying and with your buddies? <laughs> young To be young again, Ward. To be, to be young again. Oh, boy. Yeah. Would you, would you want to make that journey yes. again? Yeah, who wouldn't? Figure out what you did wrong and what you did right. <laughs> no. Just do it Just all over it again. Rolling. Huh? Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, we welcome you into the program. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. It's going to be a fun day uh, and, and exciting around here. We we love it when we get to do live play-by-play. Ward, you're going to be in Temple tonight Yes. for the uh, La Vega and Gerald game. Mm-hmm. As uh, La Vega women kick off their uh, – First round of playoffs. We'll talk about that. Baylor men win last night. Boy, they win convincingly over West Virginia. And the, look, the game wasn't even as close as the score would indicate as Baylor again able to empty the bench and let everybody get an opportunity to play. But man, oh man, LJ Cryer. It, it, it's always somebody different, isn't it? Among those those guards. Keontae George, LJ Cryer, Adam Flagler. You don't know who or what combination of the two, but it's pretty clear you can't take all three of those guys out of the out of the uh, out out of the uh, the system. I mean, you can def- you know pick your poison. We're going to defend these two like crazy, or we're going to you know. But you're not taking all three. And look, they're they're better defensively. And this is a good basketball team, a really good basketball team, a basketball team now, after the results of last night, are in first place. A tie for first. How about that one? Start 0-3 in conference, and now in this league where it's not easy to win, and you've clawed your way from last place into a tie for first place. That's pretty good stuff. So we'll we'll, we'll get into that. Oh, boy. We, we mentioned Texas's loss. Ward had given Tech up for just pushed him to the side, said let's get ready for next year. And look at those Red Raiders, Ward. They've won three of their last four. I would have never believed you. Clearly, they've gotten better. Something's happened. Well, and it's, look, it's, I hate to use the word young because they're all young or they're supposed to be. But it is a very, and it, that was a very inexperienced team. He had a lot of youth on that on that team. And they're starting to kind of figure it out. Now, they played well last night. Can they make, you know, and look, the arena was packed. Uh, 
Good stuff for Tech. They came charging back. Well, they did what they're supposed to do, defend their home floor in front of a great crowd. Boy, it was a good crowd, too. Big Monday was there, you know. I mean, it was the A-team from Big Monday with John Shambi and Fran Fricello and that group. So, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, let's see. What else do we need to touch base on? On the program, t- by the way, I don't know if any of you guys saw on Twitter, but Shehan Jayaraja, who's going to be on the program a little later on, he was in the building last night. He was in it, just in the stands with his Baylor sweatshirt on, being a fan. Kind of cool. Because you know we're doing this as long as you have. Rarely do we get a chance just to go and watch a game. I mean, if you're there, you're normally doing something. Mm-hmm. But he was just there as a fan. Checking out the game, so we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to him about that. Jim Haller's going to be here. Uh, Jim's going to talk a little bit about the uh, the game last night and, and just talk about the league. And, and I want to know, and he would know more than than us, with the way Scott Drew has put this team together, and now that you have Jonathan Chamwachachua back in the fold. Is this a Final Four team? Can this be a Final Four team? We'll talk to Jim about that coming up a little later on. Interesting. Is is Kansas a potential Final Four? Is Texas a potential Final Four team? Look, you're not going to get three. We know that. No, I don't think. Probably not going to get two. No. Because... You you not only got to be good, but you also got to be fortunate, and got to be there's got to be some luck in there. There's all kinds of things got to be involved in it. It's only happened once: two teams from the same conference making the final four. But it, so you say there's a chance. <laughs> uh you know. But you you, you just flat got to be lucky sometimes. You well, know, yeah. You, stay away from injuries and all that stuff. Everything. Yeah, it depends on where you fall in the bracket. But the way Kansas, Texas. And Baylor are constructed. Are those teams good enough to get to a Final Four? I think probably. I think, so. any, I think any one of the three are. Quite frankly, now, do they do it? Who knows? Again, that's why you play the tournament, and that's why you know there's upsets and and there's all kinds of things that happen, and that's what makes March Madness so darn entertaining. You think you know, but you you don't know. You have a you have a you feel like hey look I I kind of have this figured out I you know, but do you really? When when they start playing the games, I don't know. No, you don't. I mean, you you've got to be able to. Who can adjust the best? Who traveled well? You know, you know. There's a million things, right? Who makes those in-game adjustments better than anybody else? And. Look, if I'm if I'm gonna have to lay money on the table, I'm gonna lay money on Scott Drew making those in game adjustments as good as Boy, anybody good in the country. It. You're right. He is really good at that. You know? Uh a couple of weeks ago, we were all looking at Purdue going, Can anybody beat them? And now Purdue's number three in the country. Alabama got got whacked 
by Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, and now everybody feels like they're the best team in the country. They're the, they're the AP number one team in the land. First time in 20 years. Yeah, after getting absolutely taken to the woodshed by Oklahoma. So, there you go. Uh, let's see. One other note. I just, and again, I'm not, don't know much about this. I'll be perfectly honest. I've told you guys this before. But I am curious to get your thoughts because both of you guys are NBA fans. What was your thoughts and your perception of the, and I know it's the, just the first. I recognize that. But what were your thoughts on the first Mavericks game at home with both of their superstars in the lineup and both playing well, I guess, both in the 30s, but yet they lost? Just that big signing again. It didn't. It did virtually nothing for the Mavericks defensively. That they're still. No, no it's it's not it's not about defense mm-hmm. with Kyrie Irving, uh, and he brings a little bit of that to the table. But for the Mavericks, you got a glimpse last night of how special it could be with those two on the floor together, and it's going to take some time. You can't just roll out two guys and expect them to the magic to start happening immediately. It's just not going to happen. Not in the NBA. It's not. And they had a slow first quarter and a slow third quarter. Well, when you do that in the NBA, sometimes that's going to catch up and bite you. And it did last night. They just didn't have enough to get back all the way into this one. But, I, you know, watching the game last night, you saw some special things by those two on the floor at the same time. And it has a chance to be really, really good in Dallas with those two. How much better can they be offensively? They, were in the, they combined to be in the 70s. Right? Yeah, they they can be better right? because they can get some more help from the bench. And if they get that with those two on the floor clicking all at once, this could be a dangerous team. It really could. You watched some of it last night. Mm-hmm. Was was the crowd, A, was it big, and B, was it receptive? Yeah. Yeah. I saw someplace where some guy paid 600 bucks to go to the game, a regular season game? Paid 600 bucks for a scalper's ticket? Wow. Doesn't surprise me. That's crazy. That's that's the NBA. And when you got superstars on the floor, you're going to get that. And make no mistake about it, the Mavericks now have two superstars on the floor. Question is, is the chemistry, can they get the chemistry no, together? I, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt they can. You saw it, again, you saw a little bit of it last night. So we'll see how that goes. But the uh, the first time they're on the floor together at home, uh, Minnesota gets the win. So we'll see. All right, uh, 7-10, 10 minutes after 7. This is game time. Ward, talk to me a little bit about uh, the uh, La Vega. I know you've been doing a lot of research on, on La Vega. Let's talk a little bit about La Vega and their run. I know there's an article in today's, I think it was today's Waco trip, uh, where you know it talked about Fairfield and it talked about La Vega and those two teams trying to get to to the state tournament and you know those two teams look to have the best opportunity on paper uh you, you've done the research you're getting ready for the uh, bi-district matchup tonight that you can hear on espn central texas 6 45 pregame seven o'clock opening tap it's gerald it's la vega how good is this la vega team they're really good i mean they're on a 12 game winning streak they've outscored their opponents by a thousand points so far this season uh they they have the offense and 
they can play some shutdown defense. Uh, they like to press a little bit when they when they want to. They don't do it all the time because the score has indicated that they don't have to all the time. But this is a good basketball team that likes to move the ball around. They'll run the wheel offense, uh, and they'll try to get the ball inside some, but they can shoot the three as well. So, I mean, they're pretty well-rounded basketball team. Uh, and it should be it should be fun tonight to to be able to watch them play and and uh, have a shot at a by district championship uh, at Temple High School. It this is this is a team that I really think if, if things fall in place for them and, and kind of like what you just mentioned when you get to the NCAA tournament, it's not much different than the UIL tournament. Uh, things have to fall in place, but. When you're a good basketball team, if you go out and take care of business, you have a chance, and I think this team has a chance to make a little bit of a run here. And I know that you're looking at just this first game, but as you look ahead, is do you see a roadblock? Do you see that challenge, that big-time challenge, before they get to the Final Four in San Antonio? Uh, they're going to get challenged next week, or this, this next game after this one. If they can get past Gerald, they'll have Yates. Yates won last night big. Uh, so Yates is a good basketball team as well. So they'll, they'll get challenged a little bit there. All right. It'll be interesting to see how they approach that game. And, you know, that's another thing that they have to do. Knowing your opponent before you take the floor tonight, who you're going to play in the next round, you got to forget about that. You can't think about, okay, we're going to go to Brian on Thursday and play Yates. You better take care of business against Gerald tonight in the gym. And that's over at Temple tonight. 6.45 pregame, 7 o'clock for the opening tap right here on ESPN Central Texas. If you're looking to stay local and you just you, you, you don't you don't have a dog in the hunt, so to speak, and you just want to go see some good basketball, there's going to be a, a doubleheader over at Lorena tonight starting at 6. Crawford and Riesel at 6. Bosqueville and Axtell at 8. So that would, uh, you know, that's that's a doubleheader right there in, uh, in the Lorena gym. Uh, Midway won last night. I'm just kind of glancing through and seeing – who won. Uh, Midway won last night. Uh, Conley won last night. China Spring lost to Marble Falls. Uh, let's see what else. Rice a winner. Teague over Lorena. Shocker. Very. Teague over Lorena, 34-28 to last night. Uh, Fairfield wins big. Imagine that. Mahia a winner over Troy. Uh, and let's see. Uh, we mentioned uh, the, uh, the doubleheader coming up tonight. Other games of interest, Hamilton is playing. Uh, Valley Mills is playing Nakona. Hamilton's going to play Winthors. So the, there's some, you know, there you go. The uh, The women are off and running. Men will get going next week. So if you're a basketball junkie, this will be a good time for you. And there will be games all over Central Texas. Just get ready. So there you go. All right, so La Vega and Gerald tonight. Again, uh, 7 o'clock tip, 645 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.15, we'll talk about the Bears and the Mountaineers. We'll do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. When John checked in as as a coach, there's the winning, and then there's also, boy, you really want this player to do well for the work he put in. And I mean, for for John, I was so happy that he made two for two just so he could get uh, the cheers and the ovations for all the hard work that he put in. He's not going to make every three he takes, but I can tell you, they have a lot better chance of going in now after the work he's put in, and we couldn't be happier. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person. Thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Keep up with La Vega Lady Pirates basketball on ESPN Central Texas. From the first workout to the last practice, sports is an incredible and rewarding challenge. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Ingham with the First National Bank of Central Texas, and we're proud to support each athlete, every parent, and our educators. From families, small businesses, to the biggest industry, we're here to help. With remarkable products like mortgage lending, we've got banking ideas that fuel big dreams. The First National Bank of Central Texas. Familiar faces making local decisions. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hey, guys. It's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. 254 I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had The wind blew her down the road. That's where she ran into the car. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair.
All right, 719, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we mentioned last night, the uh, Bears win, the Red Raiders win on Big Monday. Tech, a winner over Texas, 74-67. to And you put that together with Baylor's uh, 79-67 win over West Virginia. And the Bears are back in a first-place tie in the Big 12. Now, there's plenty of basketball still to be played. The Bears got five games remaining including Kansas, Kansas State, Texas, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. Those are the five games left, and it begins this Saturday at Fog Allen Fieldhouse against the uh, Jayhawks. So uh, a lot of basketball to be played, and we're going to find out about it as we uh, as we roll through uh, the next uh, month or so as they head down the backstretch. But last night, uh, just just a terrific performance by the Bears, and that's what I like about this team, you know, one day it's it's Flagler, the next day it's Keontae George, the next day. I mean, it's somebody different, you know. And and I was, you know, just looking. Think about Jalen Bridges, what he has done over the last four or five weeks. I mean, 12 points, his 10th double-figure scoring effort in his last 12 games. I mean, just a steady 10 to 15 points every time he goes on the floor. You look at Keontae George, you go, well, okay, that's the – that's the second leading freshman in America in scoring, but he didn't have that offensive night that that he normally has. But no, he did some other things. He did a lot of other things. He had a career high nine rebounds and uh, had seven assists. I mean, so he did his job in the game. And of course, L.J. Cryer went nuts, making eight threes in the game last night on his way to uh, to twenty six points. He had twenty six. Flagler had thirteen. Uh, let's see, uh, Bridges, as we mentioned, had 12. And Keontae George with uh, seven assists, nine uh, rebounds. And then Jonathan Chamwachachwa had 11 points in the game. So you're getting contributions from up and down the bench, and you're getting it from, from different people every, every night. It's somebody else. This is, a, this is a deep team right now. And some guys are not even getting – you know, many minutes. Uh, Ojawuna is he? He only played a couple of minutes last night. That's the second straight game where he's probably been under five or six minutes. You know, on the floor where he was the number two option behind Flo Thamba at the five, and now with the return of Jonathan Chamwachachwa, Ojawuna, his minutes have been limited, but he's still an option for this team. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit later with Jim Haller about this team, but. Look, this is this is a, this is a really good basketball team. They're now twenty and six on the year, nine and four on the uh, in, in the conference, and and again tied for first place uh, with uh, with Texas. And Baylor is now sixteen and eight all time against West Virginia uh, with Scott Drew at the helm, and they're seven and three all time against West Virginia here in Waco. But uh, another big night. For the Bears, and look, they got off to a slow start, had a few turnovers early in the game and, and just weren't in rhythm. But once they got rolling, they they got rolling and, and rolled to a 36-29 halftime lead and then on to a 79-67 win. And it really wasn't even that close, a 12-point win for, for Baylor. But they, I mean, they got a lot of people back on the floor and they were able to do that. So, uh, again, at one point it was, I think, what was the biggest lead? Uh, biggest lead for Baylor was 19 with two minutes to go in the game. So, I mean, it really – they were headed for a 20-point win. 
when uh, Scott Drew was able to clear the bench, and, and it ended up being a 12-point victory for the Bears. After the game, Scott uh, Drew talking with uh, with John Morse and uh, and the broadcast team. Pat yeah, Nunley. LJ was feeling it, and uh, what you love about uh, uh, everybody's unselfishness, uh, um, I mean, Keontae had uh, uh, six points, but had seven assists and nine rebounds and was happy as all get out. Um, Adams, six assists, one turnover. Langston, four assists, uh, uh, zero turnovers. And John saying, let's run a play for Lank, uh, for LJ at the end of the game because he knows he's close to the school record. So uh, you love everybody uh, uh, um, being about the team. Uh, Jesus, others, yourself, playing with a culture of joy, and uh, that's fun to coach. And uh, I know uh, uh, we, we did a great job second half getting separation and did a much better job handling the, the trap. Uh, and I thought uh, John, Flo, um, Jalen really did a good job, and the guards did a great job passing out of that. That's Scott Drew talking about the game last night. Baylor, uh, as we mentioned, 20-6. and six. They're 9-4 and four in the conference. Texas, 20-6. and six. They're 9-4 and four in the conference. Oh, by the way, Kansas twenty and five. They're eight and four in the conference, and Kansas State a win away from a, a twenty game season, a twenty win season. They're nineteen and six, seven and five in the league. Iowa State seven and five in the league. Oklahoma seven and five in the league. Again, five or six teams were bunched right there within a couple of games. It, it and I suspect this is what you're going to see all the way down to the to the wire before they head to to Kansas City for the Big Twelve tournament. Should be. I mean, it, it, I, I think you look at anybody can beat anybody on any given night. If you don't, if you don't have a little bit of luck on your side and you don't, you don't take care of business on your home floor, uh, it, it could, it could get away from you. Uh, it's just the way that this league is built. And so you, you've got to, you've got to finish strong going into the big 12 tournament. And I know, you know, from, Basically TCU down, TCU six and six, but you know the the bottom three are West Virginia, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma. Now yeah, well, watch out for TCU when they get healthy; they can be a really good basketball well, that team. That was going to be my point. They they've got two starters that are out right now, and that's that's had a huge effect on their team. A huge effect on their team. That's a good team. And does anybody want to play Tech right now? And I'm, I'm being no. very serious. You, no. I don't think anybody wants to go to Lubbock right now. No. They've kind of figured some things out, and they're playing pretty darn well at 3-10 and 10 in the league. Yeah, Too little too late, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, they're, they're starting to come together a little bit. So that's a team that's sprinting to the end, you know. <laughs> they're playing for a place in the NIT. You think? Yeah. No way that they can get back on the bubble? No. They could get in with the win in the conference tournament. They, they could, if they win the conference tournament, they could get in. And Which I'm not ruling out that they can't. You just don't know. That's what I love about this. Well, it, they're they're the type of team that you talk about in in conference tournaments because some teams in the conference tournament really can't help themselves. So they're not going to go in and once a game may get away from them a little bit. You go ahead and say okay. Let's let's go ahead and tap the brakes and, and get ready for the NCAA tournament, which is, in my opinion, is what you should do to get your legs back under you, give you a little bit of a break, and get ready to go in the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying you go in with the with the aspect of, hey, let's just, you know, walk through this and, and get home. But once a game starts getting away from you, you, you kind of go, okay, we're fine. Teams like 
Tech, where they're sitting at, that are scratching and clawing, if they can win a Big 12 tournament, well, that gives them a path. And so they're going to go in with with everything loaded and ready to go. And that's that's the difference in what a conference tournament can do for you. But again, I, I'm not a big fan of a conference tournament. That's just me. And, and remember, every game in this league is going to be a quad one win. So every time you win in this league, it's a quad one. I mean, it's a Q1 victory. And the more you can stack up, the better your resume looks. It, it's not just about getting wins right now. These are quality Q1 victories. I mean, they, they are. And, and that's, that, that's what some of the teams towards the bottom can do. West Virginia, Texas Tech, Oklahoma. I mean, you get them, they are, they are significant wins. They're not just wins. They're very significant on your resume and, and what you're able to do. Look. At one point, most of the projections had all ten teams in. Now, I, I realize that's probably not realistic. No, but don't 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 shy away from seven, maybe even eight. You could get there. Right now, most of them have six or seven in the projections. I think six, I think six is safe. I think six is very safe. Could a seventh be on the bubble? We're going to find out. We'll, we'll find out a, a little later on, depending on who that seventh place team is. Maybe even who the eighth place team is. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, so Baylor wins last night. Now, the the beauty for the Bears is they get to uh, they get to rest a little bit. And you were talking about that, Ward. the The turn Baylor had Baylor had some some issues last night. I, I think Jalen Bridges went down once last night with cramps. You played hard on Saturday, then you turn around and play again on Monday. Uh, you know, it can it can take it out of you, as you pointed out. And I think it did a little bit last night. You had a couple of guys go down. So, uh, you know, now they'll catch their breath and then get ready to go to uh, Allen Fieldhouse on Saturday afternoon for a uh, for a big nationally televised game against the Jayhawks. Look forward to that. All right, 729, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We will uh, we'll, we'll switch gears just a little bit. And we're going to talk a little bit about, well, I tell you what, I do want you to hear this. This is Jonathan Chamwa Chachua last night after the game, talking with John and, and, and Pat on the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, I definitely feel more comfortable. I need to just thank God to be, just be able to be on this platform right now, be able to play my fourth game in a year. And that's something I knew heading on to starting playing this season that I was going to get better each and every game. I was going to be able to feel more comfortable with my new game. And it's just like a process because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to go back and play the way I used to, but I'm discovering what can I do. I'm a new player. I have a new body. I have new strengths and new weaknesses. So I didn't have that much time because I didn't have a preseason. I didn't have enough season and, um, and all that. So I'm learning each and every game. And it's just like really nice to be able to learn while still helping the team win. Yeah. So that's really good. Isn't he fun? I mean, he, he's got such a great, what's the word I'm looking for? Perspective? Yeah, he, yeah that's exactly the word I'm looking for. He, he, he does. He has a great perspective on this whole thing. Uh and and really has, from the second he walked on the floor, has absolutely made a great contribution to this team and has kind of changed Ward the way this team looks because if they want to, they haven't really done it yet, but if they want to, this team can go big and be fine on both ends of the floor. 
they're certainly they certainly go small. You know, they can go they can go four guards, five guards, and never you know, and never miss a beat because they play defense so well. But they can if they wanted to. Could you imagine you're sitting there with all those bigs on the floor? You could go big because they're they're athletic enough. If they wanted to go big, they could. So they, they've got that some options. Them, that gives them the option to be very versatile mm-hmm. and do whatever the game asks them to do. And not a lot of teams can do that. No, you're right. I mean, you you put Chachu on the floor with Bridges and maybe even Flo. And I mean, heck, if you wanted to, you go. You could go really big if you if you wanted to do that. If you needed, you felt like you needed to do that. So Scott Drew's now got more options with the uh, the addition of Jonathan Chamwa Chachua and. You know, he hasn't played a lot of minutes, so he's – he's of course, he's always excited, but he's excited and ready to go. So, uh, it's they're in a good spot. They're in a good position. All right, 732, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. But they made a big deal out of, sorry, unlike other courses, we don't allow mulligans here. And I hit off the first tee box, the guy without missing a beat, the first tee marshal slash announcer says, Mr. Mosley, take another one. You hit it so bad that they gave you a mulligan, even though they don't (laughs) give mulligans. Yeah, Yeah, they don't allow mulligans at Pebble Beach. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at Alan Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Alan Samuels in Waco. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The next time you have an overnight stay in Waco for business or pleasure, remember to book a friendly Bellmead and Waco area hospitality option. The Holiday Inn and Suites Waco Northwest, Best Western Inn, Quality Inn, Days Inn, and Econa Lodge will all welcome you to Central Texas and make your stay memorable. These properties are all located at the Interstate 35 and North Loop 340 intersection and are conveniently located to attractions such as Baylor University, Magnolia Market and Silos, and Cameron Park Zoo. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor basketball earned win number 20 on the season with a 79-67 home win over West Virginia. L.J. Cryer led the way with 26 points. The Bears are now tied at the top of the Big 12 standings with Texas as the Longhorns dropped a 74-67 decision at Texas Tech. The high school girls basketball postseason is underway with Midway beating Mansfield Legacy 57-55, Conley toppling Burnett 55-48, and Teague upsetting Lorena 34-28. Tonight, La Vega travels to Temple to take on Gerald. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 736, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll jump back into basketball. Jim Haller will join us. We'll visit with Jim about uh, the Bears, the Big 12, and look ahead to the NCAA tournament. Uh, this afternoon at 3, John Morris program, he'll have Glenn Moore here talking Baylor softball. Great weekend for the Bears as they get started in Las Vegas, winning four out of five matchups, and uh, was rallying in that Arkansas game. So uh, John will talk to Glenn about that in their uh, regular visit coming up this afternoon uh, in the John Moore Show. And then Matt Mosley's here at uh, 4 o'clock. All right, uh, kind of putting some finishing touches on the Super Bowl. First of all, I could not believe how much conversation went on yesterday. Local shows, national shows, it didn't matter. Television, radio, the, the penalty, the holding penalty, the defensive holding penalty. Are we at a point to where we don't think we should call penalties when they occur? I mean, because that's what I was hearing a lot of yesterday. I, you got to let them play. Well, that and that, that's the narrative. It's the biggest game of the year. Just let them play. I, I for one, I, look, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. And, you know, you, you kind of need to call it if it's a blatant penalty. If it's close, which I don't think that one was. There was a jersey tug. It was a tug. So I mean, if he just gets his hands on him, you let him play. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that because that's just two guys trying to play football. Here, here's a but great when point. you see the jersey come off the body, that's a hold. It and it just has you have to call that. Here was a point. You know how they have all of those officials in the booth now, and they had one on on uh, on the radio yesterday, and he had a great point that I really hadn't given it a whole lot of thought. He said, if they tuck that flag deep into that pocket, you know, like they say in basketball, swallow the whistle, you know, and all. If they do that, teams, players, coaches are smart enough to recognize that, and they will take that into consideration. Well, they'll start taking advantage That's of it. That's exactly his point. You have to officiate the game for 60 minutes the same way in the first five minutes of the game as you do the last five minutes of the game, or, the, or players and coaches will start to take advantage of of that knowledge that you know they're gonna they're gonna 
technically swallow the whistle, if you will. Yeah. They're, they're, and that no was a doubt. great point. Great point. Uh, you, you talk about it all the time in, in the coach's room and, and at halftime. Hey, they're not calling this. Let's take advantage of it right now. Right. That's it, some halftime and adjustments you make. they already have scouting reports on the different officiating crews. This crew's big in, in calling, you know, illegal contact. So let's be careful. I mean, they have scouting reports on these officiating crews. And now if you do that, you're really opening up a can of worms. So that's a great point. The other discussion, and I totally agree with with the assessment, I can't believe that we're this deep into this thing and we have field conditions as poor as we had in in Sunday's game. Should never happen. Not 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 at this juncture. I mean, it it's this is not nineteen sixty where they're trying to it, Well, just a couple of years ago at the at the uh, Hall of Fame game, they had to cancel the game because of field conditions. Isn't that ridiculous at this point? When you have turf and, I mean, look, Ian Rappaport talking about the field conditions. The first half was mostly fine, right? No. And then, <laughs> well, it wasn't. The second half was worse. Second. Let me say this. Se- second half was worse. So the... Uh, I'm going to screw this up because I'm not a grass expert like George Toma. But basically, the halftime show, which basically spanned the entire field, it compressed the grass, it heated it up, and it got it slick. So it basically increased the moisture in the grass because it didn't allow it to breathe because it pressed down on the grass. Classic. And then you you take the halftime show off the grass, and it's kind of a little bit wetter. And in the third quarter, everybody was sliding around. You buying all that? Yeah, I mean, I can see how that would happen. So, and I know this is not going to be a popular statement, but I don't care. Are we at a point with the Super Bowl that the big halftime show is not a necessity? It, I think it's part of the game. I, I realize it's part of the game. Is it a necessity to succeed, for this game to succeed? If you want the viewership, and that's what you always talk about, the money, yes. All right. I, I I think the game, the popularity of the game, I think you'd have had 113 million watching the game for no, the game. Wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Why? Because a lot of them are there for the commercials and the halftime show and don't give diddly about the game. You don't think that the game itself no. is big enough no. to carry to carry No. I want your opinion on the on the CNC collision center text line. I, I think the NFL is it's clearly the number one sport in the world. Well, it is. But it, I, well, I say but the world, this world, U.S. It, it is. And, and it's the biggest event worldwide ever because of the pageantry that goes along with the Super Bowl. Part of that is the pregame, postgame, halftime show, definitely. Okay. And Put them outside then. Put them on a – and show it on the big video board for the – for the hundred thousand that's inside, if you're talking about TV wouldn't eyes, be the same. wouldn't be the same. I, I just, I don't know. I promise you. And I know that we're probably different, but I, I could care less whether they have a concert in the middle of my football game. Well, and you're and a football fan, you'd watch the game. I, I would, but there's a million, more than a million. There's a ton of people out there that would not watch it if it wasn't for the halftime show or the commercials. Mm-hmm. To both of our points, and I don't. It depends on if you think the cup is half full or half empty. They're saying that the ratings spiked at halftime by five million people. Okay, went from one thirteen to one eighteen. 
you're so that's to your point is hey look there's those there's eyes that are watching it just for the halftime show okay, and the commercials and the there you go I'm saying I can live with 113 if we don't have the extra five million and ha- I don't drives care. everything well of course it does okay it's, that's why they do it I I, I get that if, part if of it, it if it wasn't for putting the eyeballs on there they wouldn't have the huge names at halftime they would roll out the USC band or whatever and just go on down the road and not worry about it it's the pageantry it's it's all encompassed in each other and they would not have the numbers without the extracurricular they would have good numbers they wouldn't have the numbers they want and they wouldn't be able to sell the commercials at seven million dollars a 30 second spot just out of curiosity and by the way it is getting dark uh, if you're out and about this morning, drive carefully. Obviously, we have some rain in the area, and it looks like more is coming uh, throughout the morning. So be safe if you uh, get out and about. CNC Collision Center text line, would you watch the game if it was a local high school band marching at halftime as opposed to a big halftime show that takes an extra 20 minutes or whatever it took? You know, Because, again, I, you, you can't put the whole halftime show on the concert. If, if you're just asking the – the average sports fan, yes, they'll watch it. But you got to think about who else watches the game. I, I Is get your it. wife going to lock in on the game no. without the halftime or commercials? Not at all. There you go. They rolled in and sat down at halftime and watched the, the halftime show and then rolled right back out and never saw a snap. <laughs> and, and that's why they have Super Bowl parties that – you know, the guys gather around for the game. You got four or five TVs going. You got, you know, the some of the wives that don't really, they're not, they love football, but they're not super into either one of the teams that are playing. They're not, you know, your team, but you're locked into the Super Bowl party. But you better be quiet during the halftime show or you're going to get <laughs> chewed out. Oh, 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 Ray Ray was up there singing, wasn't she? <laughs> It's just it's it's part of what the Super Bowl is. All right, and you cannot get rid of that. I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll take your explanation, but I'm still a believer that that game is big enough now that you can have a Super Bowl without a super concert. Mm-mm, not even close. <laughs> Seven forty. Just curious. Uh, by the way, Jr. says on our CNC Collision Center text line, totally off the off of what we're talking about right now, but. It, Going back to the Mavericks, he says winning cures everything. I think the Mavs are going to be okay. We'll find out. We'll find out. Mavs are going to be fine. Yeah. Where do they finish in the West? What what would – let me rephrase it. What would be acceptable now that the roster is constructed the way it's constructed? I I think they've got a a real chance at the finals. I do. I think as going into the playoffs, I think – Anything less than the three or four C would be an absolute disappointment. All right, so you think there are three or four? It, do they have to get to the Western Conference Finals for for this this trade to have worked out? I think they get there. I, yeah, that's, do they have to get to the finals? I think they should. So your expectation is all in. Yeah, You're, you pushed your chips all in with, that, with the Irving trade. That's what Mark Cuban did. Yes. All right, we're going to find that's out for this year. Nothing else. We'll talk to you in June, right? <laughs> we'll see. It's a 747, 13 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. 
Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lawrence to take on Kansas this Saturday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jana's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're not supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. (laughs) Let's see how stupid that one sounds. Christie's Burgers and Bell Meat is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers and Bell Mead. Stop by and get your burger today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor basketball earned win number 20 on the season with a 79-67 home win over West Virginia. L.J. Cryer led the way with 26 points. The Bears are now tied at the top of the Big 12 standings with Texas as the Longhorns dropped a 74-67 decision at Texas Tech. 
A high school girls basketball postseason is underway with Midway beating Mansfield Legacy 57-55, Conley toppling Burnett 55-48, and Teague upsetting Lorena 34-28. Tonight, La Vega travels to Temple to take on Gerald. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Gentlemen, did you know that on this day in 1849, the first ever photograph taken, or the first ever photograph of a sitting president was taken? The 11th president, James K. Polk, was the first ever president to have his photograph taken. Were the other ones, were the, was the president standing up? What do you mean? I, that went right over my head. You said sitting president. Well, he was sitting in the photo, and he was also sitting in the Oval Office at the time. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I thought I had one there, Ward. <laughs> what do you mean? Thought I had a funny, but clearly I did not. <laughs> I'm not smart enough for all that. Also, on this day in 1960, Jim Kelly was born. He turns 63 today, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2002. Boy, what a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. And also, on this day in 1972, Drew Bledsoe was born. He was a former Cowboys quarterback, only for one season, though, right? He won Super Bowl 36 as Tom Brady's backup with the New England Patriots, born in Ellensburg, Washington. Still lives there. He's in the, the great state of Washington. I think he's in the wine business. Really? Really? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I think I think his wines have kind of elevated, and, and they're one of the elite. Yeah. Sounds good. Just more research but, but on that. let me say it again, what a great quarterback. He was a terrific player. Very mm-hmm. good. And also, as we know, today is Valentine's Day. What? Yep. Tuesday, February 14, 2023. Made for television. Yeah. No. Did you know that Valentine's Day was first recorded as a holiday as St. Valentine's Day in 1375? And also, I wonder if back in 1375 if they all had to run out and buy chocolates and all that stuff. Well, the oldest written Valentine's cards date back to 1415. And it is said that the first ever Valentine's card day written on Valentine's Day was by Charles Duke of Orleans to his wife while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London following his capture at the Battle of Agincourt. So they didn't have like a uh, a store in the mall where they ran <laughs> They did not. They did not have the <laughs> Valentine's store in the 1400s. They gave him chickens for Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> it, uh, in Europe and the Americas, Valentine's Day began uh, being popu- popularly celebrated during the 17th century and began the tradition of ha- exchanging handmade Valentines in the early 18th century. Uh, I think it was around the 1740s, they started regularly making cards to trade with each other. And Esther A. Hallen, known as the mother of the Valentine, was the first to mass-produce Valentine's Day cards in America in the 1840s. And uh, as of today, there are an estimated 145 million Valentine's Day cards sent among people each year in America alone. Do you remember... As a kid in school, 
it was your turn to get up, and you walked down the entire yep. line and, and put one in every sack of every kid in your class, and then somebody else did. I mean, I always thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, I worked on that with my little brother last night because he, he made one for his class that they're doing today, and that's it's fun because I, I did the same thing when I was a kid too. It's good time. And then a big party, right? I mean, that's today right. they'll have Candy. a big party. And- mm-hmm. Large, large Get hyped time. up on sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go home to mom and dad. What's wrong with that? Good stuff. Now you know. Yeah. So when did when did we when did when did uh, we get involved in going to the store and buying these expensive gifts two months after Christmas for Valentine's? When did that all take place? Before you and I were here. Well, of course, but I mean, you know, I want to go. Never mind. <laughs> you're not getting out of it. It's what you're trying to do. It's two. <coughs> Excuse me. It's two months after Christmas. Come on. It's like I say around my house. Every day is Valentine's. Tread lightly, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, seven. Is Awful that it? Brave this morning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a reason. Seven fifty-six. Oh, or, she's or, out of town. No. No, but it's a little early in the morning. Oh. Uh, 7.56. Did, um, are we done? That is it. Okay. All right. Didn't know. I didn't. Now you know. Now we know. You, you know why it's called Valentine's? It said because it was St. Valentine. Yeah. St. Valentine. Mm-hmm. Huh. Good old St. Valentine. century Roman saint. It's in, I mean, I'm just curious. So if you want to be mad at somebody. Yeah. There's who you'd be mad at. St. Valentine? Mm -hmm. St. Valentine. Just punch him in the throat? No, I'm kidding. It's a great Reckless Kelly song on St. Valentine. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to find it. Let's find it. St. Valentine. Is this this a clean song ward? Um, yeah. (laughs) So how many many people will, will, I mean, the restaurants will be full, won't they, tonight? They will be packed tonight. I mean, they will be... Yeah, you better get if you're going to some place other than McDonald's or you know fast food. I highly do not advise. Not anything against them, but you're you're walking on thin ice. Here's what Robert, if you're going somewhere, you better get a reservation. Oh yeah, if you haven't already got it, you're probably you're in probably trouble. in trouble. You know, I think seriously, I'm not I'm not not being. I, I, there are a lot of people who think you know it's not that big a deal. There are yeah. Not that big a deal. Here, Robert and Robert says Valentine's Day had to be created by a woman because no man would make a holiday where we had to go spend a bunch of money. That's Robert. That's not me saying that. Is this is Reckless it? Kelly? I never liked St. Valentine. It sounds familiar. Great song. St. Cecilia. Oh, yeah, I've heard this. It's a good one, isn't it? I like yeah. it. Go find that on iTunes. I never liked St. Valentine, Reckless Kelly. Very nice. There you go. All right, 7.58. Uh, it's a couple of minutes away from 8 o'clock. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Hey, if you've got – I wonder who's got the biggest Valentine. Well, they can't tell us, can they, because they may tip well, their yeah, hand. yeah, you can't do that. You could – well, yeah, you could text us and tell us what you're doing, but we, and we won't give your name. I mean, I want to know who's got the biggest who's got the biggest deal going on. Is somebody buying their their significant other a new car or something today? Uh, or? There's going to be a lot of diamond the, rings purchased you today. Think? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there you go. The engagement. If, if, yeah. If you if you well, good. How point. many people get engaged on Valentine's or Day? or married on Valentine's Day? 
just so you can remember yeah. the date. <laughs> well, maybe for the guy. <laughs> not a bad idea. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> All right. It, it's 7.59. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's covered check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball up to number nine in the nation this week continues their role, knocking off West Virginia in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra 5 to first responders. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Long rebound, Cryer, another three. His eighth made three tonight. Eight threes by Cryer. Bears lead 62-45. Timeout, Scott Drew. One of the highlights from last night's 79-67 win by the Bears over West Virginia in the Farrell Center. L.J. Cryer had 26 on the night, including 8 of 11 from three-point range. The eight made threes tied for the third most in Baylor school history. Baylor also got 13 on the night from Adam Flagler, 12 from Jalen Bridges, the West Virginia transfer, 11 from Jonathan Chumwa Chachua, and six points, nine rebounds, and seven assists from freshman Keontae George. 79-67 the final for Baylor's 20th win of the season. After the game, we visited with Jonathan Chumwa Chachua. 11 points tonight for you. We were saying during the break, you just see, you look like you feel more comfortable each time out. How do you feel? Uh, I definitely feel more comfortable. I need to just thank God to be, just be able to be on this platform right now, be able to play my fourth game in a year. And that's something I knew heading on to starting playing this season that I was going to get better each and every game. I was going to be able to feel more comfortable with my new game. And it's just like a process because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to go back and play the way I used to, but I'm discovering what can I do. I'm a new player. I have a new body. I have new strengths and new weaknesses. So I didn't have that much time because I didn't have a preseason. I didn't have enough season and, um, and all that. So I'm learning each and every game. And it's just like really nice to be able to learn while still helping the team win. Chatua and the Bears now 20-6 and six on the season. They're 9-4 and four in Big 12 conference play. Add that to Texas' loss to Texas Tech in Lubbock. And the Bears are tied for first place 
in the league standings at 9-4. Next up, on the road at Kansas this Saturday afternoon at 3. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time. A little after 8 o'clock, Tom Ward and Ryan, glad to have you with us. We are uh, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Be careful this morning. Uh, we have got a heavy rainstorm here in the greater Waco area. So uh, drive safely as you get out and about and begin your Tuesday. And uh, let's be especially careful in and around those school zones. All right, let's welcome into the program Jim Haller. Jim's going to talk some basketball with us, has uh, done several games uh, I, I don't know how many you've done this year, Jim, on television, but I, every time I turn around, I seem to, to find you on television working a basketball game. How are you this morning, my friend? I am great. Super to be on game time with you guys. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Now let's talk some hoops. Uh, and that's what, let's, let's dive in. First of all, when you look at the way this Baylor roster is constructed, and now with Jonathan Chamwa Chachua back, how good can this Scott Drew basketball team be, in your opinion? Is this is this roster a Final Four roster, potentially? Well, let's start with this. Think about the difference in this team right now in the team that started 0-3 in the Big 12. This coaching staff has done a marvelous job bringing this team along. And as you just said, with everyday John back in the lineup, it's a whole new dynamic because he gives them so much more offense from that position when he's on the floor. Thamba is a terrific defender, a great screener, does lots of things well, but Jonathan is just a terrific offensive talent now that he really wasn't a couple of years ago before his injury. That turnaround jumper he made on the baseline last night brought goosebumps to me. That was a big-time move. But in answer to your question, yes, this team is capable of making it to the Final Four, but unfortunately there's about five other teams in the Big 12 that are in the same boat. And that was going to be my follow-up. There's a couple other rosters that are probably saying the same thing. Let me let me ask you this. When it comes to the versatility of this roster now, could you see – Thamba and John on the floor at the same time. John maybe at the four and Thamba at the five. Could, 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 that, could that combination work in your opinion? Well, sure it could because Thamba can cover any position on the floor. He's 6'10", but he can move his feet, slide. I'm, he, yeah, and then let's put this, okay, you got those two in the, in the double post, and then you, got, you can play Jalen Bridges, of course, at the wing, so all of a sudden, you've got a really big lineup in there to go with any of those outstanding guards. So this team is constructed now for success, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch them in these last five games, which are all unbelievably tough. As good as they are, how much better can this defense get once they start gelling with everybody on the floor together and, and making that run if they have the opportunity to in the NCAA tournament? Well, that's a really good point, Ward, because that's where this team has come the furthest from the start of conference play is defensively. 
They're still not all the way there. They're not near as good as they were on the defensive end in 21 when they won it all. There's no Davion Mitchell out there who's still, I think, the best on-ball defender I've ever watched. But uh, they keep getting better defensively, and uh, uh, they they are really, really good right now. But uh, like I said before, there's five other teams in the Big 12 that that are equally probably as good. It's just going to be who stays healthy, who gets the breaks. Uh, Lots of factors now to consider with five games to go in league play. I think I know how you're going to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. We've had a lot of conversation around here over the last couple of weeks. With this league as good as it is and these resumes, Jim, as good as they are, how important – to these top four or five teams is the Big 12 Conference Tournament? Okay, I'm going to answer this in kind of a a strange way. You've already got six conference teams that are in the top 18 in the nation. Okay, those six teams we're going to assume are all automatically in the NCAA Tournament. Now, what I'm leading up to is I just looked. The other four Power Five conference team, conferences, now stay with me on this one. The Big 12 has six teams in the top 18. The SEC has two in the top 25. The ACC has three in the top 25. The Big 10 has two in the top 25. Pac-12 has two in the top 25. Six Big 12 teams in the top 25 out of only 10 schools. So, yes, the postseason tournament is going to be great, but it really makes no difference. Those six teams are all going to be high seeds in 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 the big dance. So it'll be fun to watch, but it's not going to have a huge impact at all. How important are these next three games for the Bears? You stack them up pretty deep with Kansas, Kansas State, and Texas all back-to-back. Well, I wouldn't stop with those three, Ward. I mean, you got the fourth game is against Oklahoma State in Stillwater, which is unbelievably tough, and I wouldn't be at all surprised to see Oklahoma State beat Kansas on their home court tonight. And then you've got to come back and play Iowa State in the last conference game at home and remember, Iowa State beat this Bears team handily in the conference opener up in Ames to start the season. So there is five really tough games. I know you, you've got to just take them one at a time, Kansas next and Kansas State, then you get Texas here. So it's going to be fun, but uh, certainly they're all very, very important. Let's jump over to the women's side. I know you've done a lot of television on the on the women's side. Uh where is Nikki's team right now? I know it's been a couple of tough back-to-back losses. Where is this this Baylor women's basketball team, in your opinion? Well, if you had asked that question a week ago when they had come off of those three impressive victories and hadn't had that heartbreaking loss to Oklahoma, I would have said, wow, they are really exceeding expectations. And I say that because they were picked fourth in the conference in preseason and they're playing without the two players that everybody thought were going to be the two best players on the team. Asia Blackwell, the transfer from Missouri, who was number two in the whole nation 
last year in rebounding. She's been hurt all year. And the Dreyuna Edwards from Kentucky, who averaged 17 a game last year in the SEC, she hadn't been eligible. So this team is totally different than what it was thought to be to start the season. But uh, the last two losses have certainly been disappointing, especially the one to Oklahoma here where they had the good lead and then had the flurry of turnovers at the end. But uh, this team's unpredictable. That's all I can tell you. They get some crazy turnovers, and then they'll go five or six minutes and play flawlessly. So uh, your guess is as good as mine, but they do have a tough game tomorrow night up at K-State. And and then they come back home and play Iowa State, who was the preseason first-team pick in the Big 12. They get them at home. They've already beat them once in Ames, which Texas, the league leader, could not do last night. So uh, this team can can still play very, very well. They're just not very consistent. Does And this may not be fair, but is is the success of this team dependent on how good Sarah Andrews is offensively? Oh, I think that's fairly accurate. But you've got these two freshmen, uh, Dariana Littlepage-Bugs, who is terrific, and McDonald's All-American last year, and then Bella Fonelroy. I think so much of their offensive success each night depends on how those two do. But uh, Sarah Andrews is without a doubt the best player on the team, and she's had a string of good games until the last one when they – got beat badly at Oklahoma State, but uh, she's uh, she's definitely the one that has to be good every night for them to have a chance to win. Jim, we talk about the quality of the Big 12 uh, on the men's side. How good and how deep is the Big 12 on the women's side? Oh, it's not near as – it's good. I mean, it is good, but uh, you don't have six teams ranked in the top 18 in the nation, so uh, – I don't uh, I don't think it's even close there. But I'd like to add one other thing, getting back on the men's side. Mm-hmm. As we, we're so focused here on the Big 12. Don't forget about the University of Houston. We've probably got four teams in the state of Texas, Baylor, Texas, TCU, and the University of Houston that all have a chance to get to the Final Four. And don't forget, Houston's number two in the nation, and one of their two losses was to the number one team in the nation right now, Alabama. So uh, this should be a very fun stretch here leading into March Madness for the state of Texas. Talk a little bit about that. Talk about the job that Kelvin Sampson has done. Uh, you know, he, he was terrific at Oklahoma. Now he's, his teams are terrific in Houston. Well, he's a great coach. He's a tough coach. Uh, I think his strength is he's just phenomenal uh, on the defensive end. His teams are always well-prepared. I've had a lot of opportunities to do his games on TV where I get to go to their practices the night before and to see how he does his scouting report and how detailed they are defensively. It, it's quite something to see, and they're really good. They're tough. Uh, but uh, so are all these teams in the Big 12. But Houston is really, really good. you got to remember they were in the Final Four two years ago when the Bears were. So uh, they've had some recent success also. And uh, we keep talking about the Big 12. I'm looking at the opportunity maybe to have Gonzaga in here in a couple of years. That would be fun. They keep talking about the Pac-12. I mean, the Big 12 adding Gonzaga is just a basketball school. So 
Uh, that's fun. I'm rambling on you, but it's fun to think about. <laughs> but when when they make the transition next year, this this great basketball conference is going to be even better. I mean, it's just it's going to be amazing, isn't it? Well, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you come in with a reputation of the University of Houston and Cincinnati, and then you've got Brigham Young, who's been consistently good and. Most people down here don't even realize this, but Brigham Young has the second biggest on-campus basketball facility in the United States. Seats over 20,000, and they fill it up most games. So those teams, and UCF is on the rise in basketball. Uh, This league's just going to keep getting better and better and better, and that's hard to imagine. It is. Hey, what what, what do you got coming up uh, in the next few days uh, television-wise? Well, the next game I've actually got uh, is uh, the Baylor women against Iowa State. And then next week I go up to SMU twice for men and women. So uh, it's uh, it's fun time, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, maybe talking about it all when the big dance gets here. All right, Jim, thanks. Hey, man, it was great to see you the other night and appreciate your time today. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Talk Bye-bye. to you soon. That's uh, Jim Hatterboy. He has forgot more than most of us know. I mean, it's just he is a, an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to uh, when it comes to NCAA basketball. All right, uh, eight sixteen, sixteen after eight. This is game time, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat. Your friend of the car business. I, I mentioned that uh, I saw Jim the other night over at the uh, the uh, Junior Livestock Show. Also saw Ted Teague. He was there serving up steaks and all kinds of great stuff, and being a part of the community, and of course. Uh, going into the uh, into the arena and and participating in the uh, in the auction. That's just what they do at Allen Samuels. It's not just about selling vehicles, although that's what you know that's the plan. But it's also about being a part of the community, giving back to the community, and and, and investing in this community and investing in these young people. Uh, and you can check out a great selection of vehicles at Allen Samuels. I'm talking about the uh, Ram. 1500 crew cabs uh, with with you know the on the uh, on the uh, on all trim levels. I mean they've got the Lone Star editions. They got the Laramies and uh, the top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. They've got them and they've got great deals on them right now at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can you can get great deals on them. Uh, you can you can you say well what 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 kind of well just. Pick up the phone, call Ted T, 772-1000, 772-1000. Go online and check him out at allensamuelsdcj.com or stop by the the, the, uh, the showroom floor, 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You're going to appreciate how you're taken care of before the sale, during the sale, and most importantly, in my opinion, after the sale with an unbelievable service department that will take great care of you as well. It's, it's a great dealership. You're going to love doing business with them the first time, but you're probably going to love doing business with them even more the second time and the third time and so on and so forth. Alan Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on Game Time. Today would have been Farrah Fawcett's 76th birthday. And Ryan Farrah Fawcett is who? He has no idea. The, the poster lady. <laughs> the poster lady. Which he had no oh, idea what the poster gosh. was. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Nope. I did not. The oh. number one selling poster of all time is the Farrah Fawcett poster. Yes, indeed. Sold over 12 million copies 12 of that million. poster. Oh Thanks for playing. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by Bush's Chicken, 
simply the best. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 822, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. Man, it was great having Jim Hatter on. Digging deep into NCAA college basketball, and in particular the Big 12. Now we switch gears. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I, I, I had. This is ex, this is the, the most. That's exciting. a half a sentence. I had a half a sentence. Out. I know, but you look forward to this every morning. Don't oh, lie. don't you know I do? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, guys! And right back at you. Is it a big deal for you? You're 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 a female. Mm -hmm. Is it a big deal? Would you stop? You can't say that. I can't. Yeah, too. my man's listening right now. I mean, actually, it's not a big deal, but it would be nice to get like. Hey, happy Valentine's, baby. Here's a card or something. I am not like, don't give me chocolates or flowers. Flowers die. I don't really eat the chocolate. Get me chocolates. Get you chocolates. Okay. I just, you know. So is the expectation to be treated Like a queen? <laughs> no, differently today. I think the expectation for women. No, for you. For me. Yeah, I'm like a little more loving today, but... <laughs> Wow. That's me. So the sentence started out, is it a big deal? <laughs> no. It see now the truth comes out. But here's the deal. When you dig a little ward, you get the truth. <laughs> I don't need like roses and presents and all that. So she needs it to be a six on a scale of one to ten and not a nine. <laughs> nine and a half is good. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, every day with me is Valentine's Day, period. So uh, I mean Oh, oh. good gracious. <laughs> So he's a lucky man. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. Sort of. But let me give you some statistics about Valentine's Day. Oh, is that what we're doing today? I'm going to get into some sports. Hang on. Do you know that 250 million roses are grown each year in preparation for Valentine's Day? Yes. That's a lot of roses. They sell a ton, ton of, of roses. $2.4 billion will be, sent on, will be spent on candy today. Oh 2.4000000000 That's more than chicken wings on Super Bowl. Okay, here's the better question. How much is spent tomorrow on the 50% off? <laughs> yeah, right. I need to look that up. <laughs> and even better, in six weeks, how much is spent on a dentist appointment? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Get this. Americans will send 145 million Valentine, Valentine's Day cards this year. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of handwriting. Think about it. 145 million. I didn't know cards were even relevant anymore. Well, yeah. When, well, in elementary, remember when you were in elementary school yeah. and you we did? We talked it? about that. Yeah, yeah. That was a thing. You looked forward to it. You had a Valentine's well, Day. My son was doing it last even, night. W yeah. Even when I was in college, going to the mailbox and getting Valentine's mm -hmm. and Easter cards and from mm -hmm. my grandparents and my mom and dad. 
that, I would it always makes get you cards in the mail. It f- makes you feel good. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I got a card. Oh, I'll go get you a card. I'll well, make I mean, it back. You know, even Have now. you priced them lately? Seriously. <laughs> oh, I've bought them. I, I, I still buy cards, There's, but yeah. not very many people do. They're stupid I do. expensive. I do. I bought one I for still my buy man. Cards. Aren't they about six or seven bucks just for the one you can grab oh, in a grocery no, store? Not that I mean, much. you don't have to go that. I mean, you can. You can make it. Well, if you're going to go, you got to go. If you, you know, go all the way. No. You're all in. No. Okay, you, you ready for this? $5.8 billion will be spent on jewelry. $5.8 wow. billion. Well, Ward's right. I wonder how many people get engaged today. Okay, I'm going to get to that. Uh-oh. $751 million will be spent on gifts for people's pets. Pets? pets. Don't you say a word. Okay. Okay, Don't wait. You let dare me. say <laughs> a word, Ward. So, yes, listen, yesterday was Coco's birthday. That yes, is was. Ward's dog. He yeah. sent me pictures last night where he had a little birthday cake for Coco, and they were having a birthday party, and it was the sweetest thing ever. My dogs wouldn't know what to do with the birthday cake. They just like yeah, they would devour it. <laughs> all right, bounce ne- it off the walls. All that sugar. <laughs> Nearly six million couples will get engaged today. Six million. Oh my couples. gosh! Six so he- million. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing. I'm so sorry. If you're gonna propose to your woman <laughs> on Valentine's Day, make sure you do it like at your favorite sports venue or maybe a game, so you don't forget when the your anniversary could be or that you did it. But you better make sure she says yes, or you're really screwed. <laughs> yeah, but do women awful. really like the jumbotron proposal? Yes, they like the attention. Oh. It's like being queen for a day. I that what if they're just dating the, the dude because he's got great season tickets? And Again, you could just not embarrass him, say yes, and then later go, hey, man, I was just kidding. Here's the ring. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. That's evil. Just, wow. I wouldn't do that. Sounds <laughs> like, like you've thought, thought that through about seven times. No, not with my man. I'm completely happy. All right. However, if you're looking for a sports game tonight, check your local sports stations. You can... See that the Boston Celtics will be playing the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Orlando will be playing Toronto. The Kings will be playing the Suns. The State Warriors will be playing the Clippers and Washington Wizards versus Portland Trailblazers. And in the Big 12, you've got the Kansas men playing OSU and Kansas State at OU. So or you, you could come to Temple High School and propose to your girl at the La Vega. <laughs> will you let them do it live on the air? Yeah, I'd have to. Why not? Yeah. Really? Why not? If you're gonna do it, I'll I'll let you go down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I'll laugh if like people really show up. That would be so funny. But anyway, so yeah, you know, some women like today, some don't care. Some it's another day. We're just staying home tonight. Like I am not going and doing the crowd thing at restaurants. And you probably have to have a reservation. I heard you say that earlier. Mm-hmm. I know what you do. I know what the local McDonald's should do. There's nothing wrong with that. Having a reservation? I make reservation. Do you want to take the reservation, but can you keep the reservation? (laughs) And that's the most important part of the reservation. I don't know. It's just another day, people. Just, but. See, none of y'all got that. I I get it. Yeah. That kind of went over my head, but (laughs) what else is new? Anyway, it's just. Shocking. I know. Just show love to somebody today. You know, be full of love, be kind. You're acting so nonchalant yeah. about this, <laughs> and I'm not buying it for one is this second. Garbage or what? She's yeah, like, I mean, it's not that big, boy. It's I'm really telling not. you, 
She's gonna. She's if there's not cards and flowers and chocolates <laughs> and a nice steak dinner, we in are her having future, a steak dinner. We are. I having promise a steak dinner. you, she will go sideways at home. <laughs> Grumpy says that pitchers and catchers report tomorrow, and you can wait a day and and, and propose at spring training. There you oh. go. Go out to Arizona Just or to remember Florida. Remember the day after Valentine's Day. Well, there you go. Well, there so, you go. yeah, you're going to be sitting at your desk just sitting there staring at the door. <laughs> no. So, Scott, you better do something because, I mean, it's on listening. now. No pressure, babe. No, I'm good. All right. I am. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And see, she closes with that again. Mm-hmm. It's Valentine's Day. the 12th time you've said that. Wait till St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> go sell something, Steph. Okay. Yeah, go. Uh, uh, 8.30. We are, uh, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Ian Eagle and our guest, Bill Raftery, doing the game for CBS on Saturday. Yeah, it, it is good. That, you know, Big 12 is just, you know, rock'em, sock'em, uh, talent-laden, and a nightmare, I think, for coaches. I mean, you got to win at home, and boy, if you can scratch one on the road, boy, you've really done a heck of a job. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full-court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualification supply. Member NCUA. Everything SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor basketball earned win number 20 on the season with a 79-67 home win over West Virginia. L.J. Cryer led the way with 26 points. The Bears are now tied at the top of the Big 12 standings with Texas as the Longhorns dropped a 74-67 decision at Texas Tech. Alabama has taken over the top spot in this week's AP Men's College Basketball Poll. They're followed by Houston, Purdue, UCLA, and Kansas. The high school girls' basketball postseason is underway with Midway beating Mansfield Legacy 57-55, Conley toppling Burnett 55-48, and Teague upsetting Lorena 34-28. Tonight, La Vega travels to Temple to take on Gerald. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. 8.35, this is game time, your first word in sports. By the way, if you missed anything on the program, you can always go back and catch it on the podcast, SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. Our show, uh, the John Moore Show and Matt Mosley's program, all uh, in a podcast format at SyntexSportsFan.com. Let's talk some college football and basketball from CBSSports.com. We welcome in Shehan Jayarajan. I say basketball, Shehan. I-, I saw the picture on Twitter last night. Back in the Ferrell Center, how'd you uh, how'd you enjoy it last night? It was great. Yeah, I, I realized when I made it there that uh, the last time that I had been at a game was the Baylor Kansas game back in 2020. The last uh, one of the last home games before the pandemic hit. So it was good to be back. It was actually the first time that I uh, went as a fan with my wife. So that was a lot of fun too, and, and obviously it was a great game as well. It, it's different, isn't it? We were talking about that this morning. It is different when you go just as a fan as opposed to uh, staffing or working the game. Yeah, it definitely is. You know, it, it was fun. You know, we got we got pretty good seats, and so we were able to kind of get a, a different view of the court than maybe I've seen in a while. We were right above, like, the entrance tunnel that the players come out of. And so, no, it, it was a great experience. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, obviously it's the kind of the, the last couple of days of the Farrell Center, so definitely had to try to, to make an excuse to, to make it down to Waco for that. So it was a great game, and and uh, and certainly, I mean, you look at Baylor, the way they're playing right now, we, we knew that we had to catch them at least once live this season. Jayhan, we now know that Texas and OU have an exit plan. For the Big 12, what's the next step for them? Do they have to expand, or is it a wait and see? I, I think it's definitely a wait and see. I mean, you look at the 12 teams that are in the league right now, I think that it's the 12 uh, best available teams for the conference. And certainly, you know, whatever happens with the Pac-12 could change that. But I, I think that, you know, the Big 12 – has the ability to be aggressive if they want to. And I think that that's Brett Yormark's sort of perspective is to think aggressively, think, uh, you know, think into the future, all that sort of thing. You know, we, we've obviously heard him talk repeatedly about wanting to enter that fourth time zone. But, you know, I, th- I think that ultimately, you know, this, this league heading forward, it's a, it's a great 12-team league. You've got 12 teams that have all been pretty nationally competitive in football and basketball. I think it's going to continue to be the best uh, conference in college basketball. And I think it's going to be a really competitive college football conference as well. So they're in a great position right now. And, and I think that Texas and Oklahoma officially having an end date also just gives some clarity to the future of the league. It, it allows everybody to turn the page. And I think that uh, while obviously 
you know, the, the conversation for a long time is going to be about the revenue that, uh, that the league potentially is giving up by losing Texas and Oklahoma. The reality is, you know, they signed a new television contract much quicker than anybody expected. They've got cost certainty locked in, and I think that everybody's just about ready to kind of move on to the future. Talk a little bit about the the Pac-12. You mentioned the Pac-12, and that's it's to me it's a little confusing. Is it a league that's that could potentially see members leave? Is it a league that that is looking to grow with San Diego State and and SMU? Where is the where is this conference right now, and where are they headed in the future? Well, I'll tell you what. I think that the biggest thing that that I'm taking away from this whole situation is that. Uh, you know, with the Big 12, whenever they went into television negotiations, they simply re-upped their contract with ESPN and Fox uh, and, and got a pretty good deal to do it. You know, the Pac-12 has certainly been looking at different possibilities. They've been looking at the possibility of putting part of their package on streaming, maybe an Amazon Prime or an Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that what the delays tells us is that at this moment, the money isn't there to the extent that they want it to be. You know, whether it's uh, whether it's ESPN and Fox that aren't bringing the money to the table, whether it is these tech companies. Because remember, I mean, you know, look at the economy right now. We've seen mass sort of layoffs at some of these tech com- companies, and so maybe they have less money to spend than the Pac-12 hoped that they would. So. Uh, you know, we see George Klyovkov doing his due diligence on SMU, on San Diego State. It, it seems like right now they're in a position where they're trying to figure out how to maximize uh, as much money as possible. But certainly I think that a big part of that is because they feel like they don't have uh, the opportunities that they hope that they'd have right now. So I, I think at this moment, the league is still relatively committed to staying together. I mean, the, the reality is uh, I don't think that, you know, you look at the four corner schools, you look at, uh, you know, if any of them would consider a move to the big 12, I, I think it would have to be a substantial money difference. I think it would have to be something in the like $10 million range minimum uh, for, for one of these schools to consider it. Cause if it's comparable money, the reality is I think that everybody in the PAC 12 would rather continue playing schools on the West coast and schools that are in their cultural footprint. But, you know, again, it, right now college sports is an arms race and, and I think the Pac-12, uh, you know, I, I think that the Big 12's aggressiveness really put them in a position of being more of the aggressor and being more of the attacker than maybe the, the Pac-12 hoped that they would. Shahan, the recruiting fire is dying down. Everybody pretty much set now. And now you look at spring football about to start here in just a couple of weeks. Who has the front runner in the best off-season hire now? Ooh, that's a really good question. I mean, I, I think that uh, I, I think that certainly you look at all the movement. I mean, there's been quite a bit of it. Uh, you know, I I do like what Alabama did. I think that Tommy Reese, uh, at offensive coordinator, is really going to have an opportunity uh, to to come in and, and make an impact on that offense. I think that uh, you know he's the kind of uh, he, he's very uh, diverse schematically. He's not somebody who's too committed to one thing or the other. And so ultimately I think that he's going to find a way to kind of come in 
and have an opportunity to, to be a real difference maker over there. So that's somebody that, that sticks me. I, I think that from a head coaching perspective, you have to look at Wisconsin, bringing in Luke Fickle, somebody who's taken a team to the college football playoff, and now you see him coming in and he hires Phil Longo at offensive coordinator. That, that's a dynamic offensive play caller, somebody who does not do things that is in the Wisconsin DNA. And I think that he's going to push the envelope in a really exciting way. And I'm curious to see uh, what kind of early returns are during spring camp. You've got an article on CBSSports.com about Joe Moorhead, the uh, head coach at Akron. Simply put, why did he why did he re-up with Akron? What, what was the, the attractive part of that deal? Yeah, it's interesting. So Joe Moorhead was heavily considered for coordinator jobs across the country. I mean, the reality is if he wanted the coordinator job at Notre Dame, if he wanted the coordinator job, maybe even at Alabama, I, I think that he would have had a great chance to, to have those jobs. And he also interviewed with the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL as well. So uh, he had some great opportunities ultimately decided to stay for another year at Akron. You know, it's, it's interesting. First of all, Joe Moorhead has been a head coach. You know, he, he was a successful head coach at Fordham. I think, I think that he must enjoy what being a head coach is and, and the process of that. And certainly too, you know, he, he had a stint at Mississippi state that didn't go very well. He was let go after two seasons. So I think that you look at uh, Moorhead, I think that he probably does just enjoy being a head coach. There's obviously uh, something special about having that kind of relationship with the program. And this is potentially a job that he could be at for a while if he wants to be. And if Akron starts to push towards bold eligibility or higher, I think he's going to have another chance to become a power five head coach if he decides so. The other part of this too is that he did coach at Akron uh, back in the 2000s. He, he knows the area very well. And actually Akron is very close to his home as well in Pittsburgh. So I, I think that, you know, for him, he knew that he had opportunities, but I think that he also knew that he didn't have to make a decision right now. Uh, I, I think that Akron b brings back 18 starters in 2023. They played five uh, one-score games that ended in losses. So they have an opportunity, I think, to really, really improve in year two. So, you know, look, uh, if you're Joe Moorhead, people understand who you are. Uh, you know, at Penn State, he was such a difference maker for that squad with Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley. And, you know, he went to Oregon and took them to uh, to Pac-12 championship game contention and, and top five in the country, playoff contention, all of that. So I, I think that Joe Moorhead knows that he can have a, a coordinator job whenever he wants it. But, you know, there's only so many head coaching jobs in college football. And if he's if he's relatively happy and, and excited about a place, I think that he feels comfortable staying there. Deion Sanders, there's no doubt that he is one of the best at, at making wherever he is a highlight and having the opportunity, even at the NFL award show, to, to kind of get a dig in for recruiting at Colorado how are the other coaches accepting Dion now being on a big stage? That's a really good question. I think that, you know, the big thing is people understand what Dion's deal is. I, I think that other coaches know, and, and, and I, I'm sure it rubs some the wrong way, but I think that they understand what his plan is as well, you know, that he wants to come in and he wants to sort of use that power of his celebrity in order to add tangible changes to 
his program. And, uh, you know, obviously it comes with being brash sometimes. Obviously it comes with being loud sometimes. It comes with being aggressive sometimes. But I, I think that other coaches respect sort of the process that goes into it. I mean, w- one of the, the best endorsements that I feel like you can get is, you know, somebody like Sean Lewis, who was a head coach at Kent State, deciding to join his staff. I mean, Sean Lewis, I think, would have had a great opportunity to, to potentially be involved in Alabama's coordinator search or Notre Dame's coordinator search, but he ultimately decided to sign early with Colorado and, and, you know, they're they're paying him pretty well. And so I I think that you look at uh, sort of the endorsements that he gets in terms of who joins his staff in terms of how people talk about him. Certainly there's going to be some, uh, you know, some people rolling their eyes behind the scenes and, and saying, you know, you can't just do it with only flash. You have to have substance. And that's obviously going to be the part that Deion Sanders is going to need to prove at this level heading into 2023 and 2024. But I, I think that people understand sort of the plan that he has. He doesn't just uh, say stuff just to say stuff. He, you know, certainly he, he's a big electric personality and he loves talking. But I, I think there really is a method to the madness. And I do think that coaches behind the scenes do have a begrudging respect for, it, even if I'm sure it is at times uh, a little bit annoying. Uh, I want to circle back around real quick to, to Texas and, and to Oklahoma as they play their final year in the conference. Are these programs in your opinion, prepared to make that, that move into the SEC and in play week in and week out in that conference? You know, I, I don't know. I This was one of the reasons that I thought that they might wait a minute and try to, you know, maybe wait until 2025 because, you know, Oklahoma is trying to be aggressive. They're, they're actually building a brand new facility, trying to trying to get that ready in time. But it probably won't be ready uh, for 2024. It's probably going to be more like 2025. They obviously, uh, both of these programs recruited at a very high level. They actually have the number three and number four recruiting class in the nation. I think you see sort of the the bump that they're going to get by moving to the SEC and, and having access to players in the Southeast that maybe they didn't have before, which is, I think, uh, one of the primary reasons for the move. But at the same time, I mean, Oklahoma is coming off of its first losing season since 1998, the year before Bob Stoops was hired. Uh, Texas, of course, managed to get back to 8-5, but they haven't won 10 games since 2018. They're going to be, uh, you know, they're entering a huge year where I, I really think that if Texas doesn't win the conference this year, it should be considered a disappointing season. I think that should be the bar for this team heading into year three under Steve Sarkeesian with the way that they've recruited and developed. So, you know, are they ready for it? I don't know. I think that they are both in more tenuous positions than they've been in in a while, especially Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma has been the model of consistency for for basically two decades at this point, and, and this is kind of their first rough patch. So, You know, look, I I think that Texas right now is probably a a step ahead in terms of the development curve of the roster. Certainly, I think that uh, that for them, the bigger question is going to be on the administrative side, on the the staffing side. You know, do they have the right people in place? And with Oklahoma, it's a little bit of the opposite. You know, their roster is nowhere near, I think, ready to be the Oklahoma that they've been for 20 years. So, you know, lots of questions for them. I think that 2023 is going to be an absolutely pivotal moment for both of these programs. They have to, uh, I think, contend for the conference. They have to push for 10 wins. And anything less than that, I think, really brings up some warning flags 
as they head into a conference that uh, that has obviously whatever it is, you know, 16 of the last 20 national champions or whatever it is. Jayhan, what do you uh, what do you got coming up on CBSSports.com? Yeah, well, thankfully we get a, a little bit of a of, of a respite with uh, with everything that's going on. Obviously, like you mentioned, spring football coming up. Uh, you know, so we're we're keeping an eye on transactions, all that sort of thing. I'm also working on a story about uh, about the transfer process, so keep an eye out for that in the coming week or so. Jayhan, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. That is Shehan Jayaraja. It's CBSSports.com. Check him out. Uh, you'll you'll get a great read. It's uh, 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is Valentine's Day 2023. And look, guys, if you procrastinated and just haven't gotten it done, don't sweat bullets. You're okay. Head to Morrison's Gifts, and you can do so in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. Look, uh, Sally and, and, and the staff will be there, and they're going to take great care of you. They'll get you hooked up with a uh, with a nice gift, and, and even if you don't know what you're looking for, you can you can get there and just kind of talk it out with with the staff there, and they're going to take great care of you. Uh, look, you can get you can get a uh, you can get a John Hart bag, you can get a Consuela bag, you can you can you can get uh, a key ring, you can get Times candles, you can get all kinds of jewelry. I mean, they got all kinds of things going on over there, uh, and, and it's you know they always got great. To, uh, gift wrapping available, make it look perfect for you, so you can get it done. I, I suggest you you don't wait till like four thirty or five this afternoon. I suggest you go ahead and try to get it done today, but you still got plenty of time. Morrison's Gifts is located at forty three zero eight West Waco Drive. That's right down from Jason's Deli. Now they look they moved a couple of doors down into a bigger location, and I it, it's an unbelievable place. I mean, it really, really is. It's a, it's a great new location. And you're going to love shopping there. 4308 West Waco Drive. It is Morrison's Gifts. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 Conference play Wednesday, headed to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. 
No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Everything SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor basketball earned win number 20 on the season with a 79-67 home win over West Virginia. L.J. Cryer led the way with 26 points. The Bears are now tied at the top of the Big 12 standings with Texas as the Longhorns dropped a 74-67 decision at Texas Tech. Alabama has taken over the top spot in this week's AP Men's College Basketball Poll. They're followed by Houston, Purdue, UCLA, and Kansas. The high school girls' basketball postseason is underway with Midway beating Mansfield Legacy 57-55, Conley toppling Burnett 55-48, and Teague upsetting Lorena 34-28. Tonight, La Vega travels to Temple to take on Gerald. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, uh, coming up uh, tonight, seven o'clock tip at in Temple. It is the uh, by district matchup between Gerald and La Vega. Ward, you'll be there for the call, six forty-five on the pregame, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. What are your expectations? Uh, I, I, my expectations is La Vega takes care of business and moves on to the second round. I, I just feel like they're they're in a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Once again, a ten-game win streak. They've outscored their opponents by a thousand points this season. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, so ten and zero in district play and pretty handily in district play. Uh, this is a good basketball team. Uh, not to say that they can't be beat. Anybody can on any given night. You better show up and you better be ready to play, lace them up and get after it. Uh, but I, I I expect them to be able to get a bi-district championship tonight and move on. All right, so that'll be uh, tonight, 645 for the pregame, 7 o'clock tip. John's up at 3 today with Glenn Moore. Matt's here at 4, and we're back tomorrow at 7.